Hello, and welcome to the Read Together podcast. My name is Richard Lane Stryker III. I serve as pastor of St. Paul United Methodist Church, Birmingham, and associate district superintendent of the Central District. This week's reading comes from the lectionary uh, 11th Sunday after Pentecost. 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 4 through 8. And I'll be reading from the New Revised Standard Version. But he himself went a day's journey into the wilderness, and came and sat down under a solitary broom tree. He asked that he might die. It is enough now. O Lord, take away my life. I am no better than my ancestors. Then he lay down under the broom tree and fell asleep. Suddenly an angel touched him and said to him, Get up and eat. He looked, and there at his head was a cake baked on hot stones and a jar of water. He ate and drank and lay down again. The angel of the Lord came a second time, touched him, and said, Get up and eat. Otherwise, the journey will be too much for you. He got up and ate and drank. Then he went in the strength of that food for forty days and forty nights to Horeb, the mount of God. This is the word of the Lord for you, the people of God. When I read the story of Elijah, particularly 1 Kings 19, verse 5b says, All at once an angel touched him and said, Get up and eat. He looked around and There by his head was some bread baked over hot coals and a jar of water. I imagine the bread was still hot. You could even smell it like it was baking. I discovered some time back that if I went to my local store, public supermarket, at about 7.15 a.m., they would have Mountain bread or Cuban bread or French bread, something coming out of the oven. They cannot sell it to me because it's too hot for the plastic. But you know, if I walk around the store for a little bit, pick up maybe a jar of peanut butter or pick up some other item, ham or something like that, by the time I got back to the bakery, it would be warm enough with a plastic bag, and I could take it home. I promise you that bread and ham or bread and peanut butter was a meal. I went to a fast food restaurant recently. May I've been at Arby's or something like that. Bacon, egg, and cheese between two sourdough slices of bread with a cup of water was considered a sandwich. In their minds, a meal would entitle mean to maybe something that was like a hash rounds and a cup of coffee. Well, I didn't want coffee. I tell you, the sandwich itself was a meal. You know, in fact, if you were to enter into most fast food restaurants, you will see a listing for the sandwich or maybe a chicken snack pack or something like that. And next to it, you will see a meal. If you are not careful, you will walk away with a quote-unquote a meal and the price of a meal 
even if you don't want the fries, and even if you don't want the sugary drink that you probably don't need. So I've learned to say, just a sandwich, please. And right as they prepare my order, I would say, can I have water with that? So let me suggest to you that Elijah received a meal. It may not be, have been by the standard of any of our fast food places requiring something more than a bread. But he received a meal of freshly baked bread and a mason jar of water. I want to push the broom tree meal idea to suggest that sometimes it is not even bread and water, but whatever one needs for sustenance. That's a broom tree meal. Whatever one needs for recuperation, that's a broom tree meal. Whatever one needs to get back on her feet or his feet, it's a broom tree meal. Let me tell you how Elijah got to the place that he needed a meal. Now, this is kind of like the short version. The prophet of God, Elijah, crossed a woman named Jezebel. Now, nobody crosses Jezebel. In a passage from 1 Kings, Elijah, as powerful as he was, he was flying high one minute, and the next day Jezebel ripped into him, promising him he will be no more on the next day, promising him that he would be killed. And by the way, she had the means to do it too. Elijah is going through some stuff. He is overcome with fear. Fear, you know, has a way of paralyzing a person's life. Various emotions have a way of paralyzing a person's life. Despair and destruction has a way of the, this, um, disrupting our lives. And Elijah's life was disrupted. So he ran for his life. He left his servant in Beersheba and traveled another day. According to verse 4, he came to a broom tree, or NIV would call it, a broom bush. He sat under it and prayed that he might die. I have had enough, Lord, he said. What do you do when you've had enough? When you feel like you cannot take it anymore, you've had enough, you're fed up, you're tired, you're exhausted, especially when you've given your all to the Lord. Let me tell you what Elijah did. He stopped doing what he was doing. You know, life is sometimes described as a rat race, but it very well may be a, a hamster race. That's you seen a hamster as in a spinning wheel. They're not going anywhere. Just running. But they're running nowhere. It just spins and spins and spins. Elijah stopped doing what he was doing. Try that sometime. Just stop. Put a bricks on it. Elijah stopped running. He sat down under the broom tree. I'm curious. What is a broom tree? It's a shrub, really, in the desert. 
used for making broom, it provides slight shade in the desert. That is where Elijah stopped. Then he prayed, but he prayed a prayer of despair. Pray a prayer for help. Take my life, I am no better than my ancestors. Now, one would say, read that and hear the words and say, well, he's praying to die. Well, if he wanted to die, Jezebel would have been more than willing to solve that problem for him. So in spite of what he says, I sense that he's really praying a prayer for help. Who do we turn to when we need help? Now, you have to understand that Elijah is a man of God with power, and he is not shy about using that power. But all of a sudden, he is under a bush begging God for help. He is in total despair. Take my life then. And then he lays down and sleep. Are you at a place where you feel like you've had enough? A minister, Reverend Sylvia Bullock, a single mom with two kids to take care of, and also uh, uh, two kids who train to do right, took them to church every time she could, keeping them in church. But the next thing she knows, in the mid-1990s, one of the sons, Marcus and his friend, are arrested for carjacking, and Marcus is just 15 years old. He is tried as an adult and ended up serving eight years for the crime. She was at a place of despair, found herself under the broom tree. Marcus found himself under the broom tree as he traveled on the bus to prison and thought about the years he would be in prison. C.S. Lewis, after the death of his wife Joy from cancer, found himself under the broom tree. In despair, he wrote of the silence of God. C.S. Lewis, a grief observer, writes, Go to him when you're Need is desperate when all other help is vain. And what do you find? A door slam in your face and a sound of bolting and double bolting on the inside. After that silence, you may as well turn away. For the longer you wait, the more emphatic the silence will become. There are no lights in the windows. It might be an empty house. Was he ever inhabited? It seemed so once, and that seeming was as strong as this. Despair under the broom tree. What is your situation? Are you in a place of despair needing God's help? If we ever needed the Lord before, the saying goes, we sure do need him now, don't we? In time, Sylvia Bullock, the pastor, began to offer her son broom tree meal, sending him a daily letter on a, or a photo, or sending him photos of the bed that she expected that he will one day sleep in when he got out of prison, offering him hope. In a StoryCorps interview, Marcus talked about how her letters, six to eight pages even, just kept him going. 
how she moved, he says, from my authority figure mom and became more of my caring and concerned mom. In a case of Elijah, angel of the Lord brought him broom tree meal. He looked around and there by his head was some bread baked on hot coals in a jar of water. He ate and drank and then laid down again. There are a couple of things one can see here. In our time of despair, we have to look around for signs of hope. Where is the big bread? Rely on it and relish in it. In our time of despair, even God does not hurry us. Take time to heal. Scripture says that he ate and drank and then laid down again. It is not till the angel of the Lord came back a second time and touched him and said, Get up and eat, for the journeying is too much for you. It is after the second meal that Elijah is encouraged to get up and travel. And even then, it was 40 days of travel before he and God had that deep conversation on his fears and despair. Take time, my brothers and sisters. To rest. Take time to cope. So he got up and ate and drank and strengthened by that food. The scripture says that he traveled 40 days. One can expect he ate on those days too, but it doesn't necessarily say that. There he went into a cave and spent the night. So if you find yourself in a, under a broom tree, curl up. Under it, I would suggest to you, get in the shade. And when someone knocks on your door, simply say, I am under my broom tree. Stop bothering me. Because someone else will say, what is she talking about? You know, God sends C.S. Lewis a broom tree meal. And so sometime later, Lewis found a comfort that surpasses all understanding. So much so that he said it would be wicked. Quote, wicked, to call his wife back from the world she had now entered. But he said that only when the time was right, no sooner could he have said that. God sent Reverend Shirley Bullock and her son Marcus a broom tree meal. Marcus was released in 2004, and since then he has created an app called Flex Shop, and that has grown his mom works for his tech company as fulfillment manager and mom-in-chief. She has since received her doctor of ministry in 2008. But, you know, prisoners cannot receive electronic mail. So Flick Shop turns that photo that you take on your phone into a hard copy card and mail it for you for just 99 cents to the person in prison. God send the Bullock family, a broom tree meal. God sent Elijah a broom tree meal. And God will send you a broom tree meal. You can count on it. God will send you something far more meaningful than peanut butter on a hot Cuban bread and hot chocolate. That something is hope. That something is courage. That something is strength to move you to the next phase of the journey. I invite you to join me now as we close in prayer. Loving God, giver of all good and perfect gift, we pray for those who suffer, those in trouble, those under the broom tree, 
and families affected by COVID-19. We thank you for your love for us. Stir up in us a desire to serve you and to live peacefully with our neighbors. We ask all these things in the name of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. Amen.